0: Welcome to After the Credits with Tyler. This is Josh. And we are doing a podcast where we review movies, movies that we enjoy, uh, movies that you guys enjoy, um, and give our opinions on it, as well as some fun little facts that we find out about the movies while we watch them. Um, We also like to take your guys' suggestions, so if there's any movies that you guys want to hear us BS about, just uh, comment on the Facebook page or send us a message. Either way, uh, we'll look into doing it. Um, The more suggestions, the better gives us more content for sure so um today the movie we are reviewing is tropic thunder
1: da, da. <laughs>
0: yeah dude uh so this was directed by ben stiller um which people think that's probably strange because the comedic actor ben stiller but this was his uh for a little fun fact this was his uh most profitable movie that he's done no kidding yeah so they had a budget of um let me see here they had a budget of it was like 90 it was like 93 million. Oh my um, god yeah and they ended up making oh yeah so it was, yeah so 90 92 million 195 million was their uh, profit off of it wow so it made a lot of money yeah like it was real good um, so uh, this, this this is one of my favorite comedies
1: like, that's a pretty good one yeah of I like all it. time yeah.
0: it, the cast is so stacked with all the people that absolutely. are in it it's absolutely absolutely it's insane. over the top yeah, yeah for, for sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, the, the plot of the, and I, and I, the plot is best described in the, the, the opening of the actual movie, um, so, you have, uh, Nick Nolte's character, which is just one of the big heavy hitters in this movie that really plays kind of a background character. Sergeant Fourleaf. Um, Yeah, Sergeant Fourleaf Tayback. Um, he, he basically describes the plot of the entire movie in, like, the opening credits, so, um, I'll just go ahead and read those off to you, so. Uh, in the winter of 1969, an elite force of US Army was sent, of the U.S. Army was sent to a top secret assignment in Southeast Vietnam. The objective was to rescue Sergeant Four Leaf Tayback from a heavily guarded NVA prison camp. Uh, the mission was considered to be near suicide. Uh, of the ten men sent, four returned. Of those four, three wrote books about what happened. Of those three, two were published. Of those two, just one got a movie deal. This is the story of the men who attempted to make that movie.
1: Attempted to make that movie.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, very. Yeah, you you really want to focus on that because it's.
1: uh, It's not really the movie they tried to
0: make. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, But yeah, it's. uh, So, I mean, as you can imagine, hilarity ensues. So, um, I guess we can go through the cast a little bit and let you know who said it. I'm sure everyone listening to this knows who was in Tropic Thunder. Um, At the time, it was a really controversial film. Like, it was super. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the subjects that they touched on a lot of content of the movie um was was viewed as really inappropriate and i mean it was a comedy but it was also pretty edgy for the for the shit that was in it um, there was a,
1: yeah there was a lot of um parts in that movie you know we had kind of discussed earlier where it's it's non-pc it's the things that you don't really talk about nowadays you don't right. do yeah. nowadays and i mean it was 2008 that it came out so
0: i'd like to say you know it was a little bit of a different time but I always viewed comedy movies as like they can get away with a little bit more because they're kind of making fun of they're kind of making fun of themselves as right. well as
1: it's satirical. poking fun. Yeah, it's satirical. Quarible,
0: it's, yeah. it's 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 poking fun at a situation. There are some things that are kind of off limits but and they kinda of skirted the line with that, but I think it was still I, I think they still did a pretty a pretty good job
1: of it. I mean, they made it. Yeah, they did a really great job as far as portraying those things, and even the correct human emotion in response to those type of things. You know, because yeah. we're talking about like, you know, we're talking about um, uh, mental instability or uh, mental mental issues. You know, like people that are not mentally right. We're talking about people in blackface. We're talking about um, you know drug addiction stuff like that. So. It's a, it's a lot of those things. There's hot button topics in this movie that, in this day and age, I don't think people would be really happy about. And I think you even said too that there are people picketing and that there are people rioting. Yeah. not rioting, but yeah, they for, have an issue with this movie. For
0: sure. I mean, close to it, yeah, close to the, like rioting. I was when I was working at a movie theater in 2008. Um, this was uh, this was a big movie, and I mean, there was uh, I, I remember going into work and literally having the front doors being blocked by people. With signs saying, you know, don't go see this movie, you know, uh, skip Tropic Thunder, stuff like that. It was, it was, it was kind of crazy, but it, at the same time, I, I, I get it, I understand mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what we're going to talk about. We're, we're not going to talk about that type right. of stuff. Right, that happened, right, but we, right. but I, I mean, you know, it is note, it's, it's, it's noteworthy that this was a very controversial, controversial film yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, sure. Um, so for the cast, we got uh, Ben Stiller, obviously, uh, plays. He's playing a character, of so he's an actor playing a character in the movie. It's it's kind of confusing, uh, but he's playing Sergeant Forley Tayback in the film that they're trying to make. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then we got Jack Black, who is a drug addicted, um, uh, similar to like. I mean, so the opening scene they have uh, they have kind of like a preview of the type of movies that those guys do. It's like the it's like, the, they it's they
1: like the clumps, like Eddie, Murphy's yeah, like the
0: clothes, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, like Eddie Murphy where he plays like five different characters, and right. it's all based on like his farts. Right. And it's it's very <laughs> fart and goofy comedy like that. Um, but he he plays a, a like a heroin addict throughout the entire. film. Oh yeah, he does a great job, and too. he does so yeah, yeah, dude, for sure, he does so well. Like the the scenes where he's withdrawing in oh, the man. in the jungle the is best. just comedic, fantastic, like, genius. Yeah. yeah. For sure, um, who else we got
1: in here we got um Robert Downey jr. he plays Kirk Lazarus, which is a actor playing an actor playing an actor disguised as, as a, a as a a black uh infantryman yeah right <laughs> um and he went through this controversial pigmentation surgery so he could be black, and that's another you know big thing where it's like because mm-hmm. I mean,
0: technically he was playing blackface in this movie right, but it's it's I, I always took it as, and the, you know, there's a lot of people in Hollywood who were 100% okay with him doing this because of the fact that he was basically portraying how actors do that. Actors stuff. take themselves way too seriously right. and dive way too deep.
1: And method acting. Yeah,
0: method acting. Died way too deep in their roles. Um, so, yeah, he plays Kirk Lazarus, the, the, the black platoon leader. Um, we've got
1: uh, Jay Bar Barshul Barshul. Bar- 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 yeah, yeah, he played a uh, Kevin Sandusky. What I loved about in this movie is everybody kept calling him McCluskey and <laughs> Carl Sandusky. and like all this stuff, and he's like, "That's not my name." Yeah. But it's funny if you if you in the beginning of the movie they cover everyone else. You know, they cover Al Pacino, they cover Tug Speedman, they cover Kirk Lazarus, um, they cover Jeff Portnoy, but they don't actually cover Kevin Sandusky or Jay Bartell, you know. Well, I
0: think the main reason why they don't is because he's and they they mentioned it a few times throughout the movie. He's like a he's a new upcoming actor. Like the where where uh, tugs over and he, and he cuts the he cuts the can of booty sweat open yeah. to make it sound like he's, he's taking cute. a piss and yeah. you hear the you hear like the uh the Explosion. the carbonation yeah, come out. Yeah. But he's like he's talking to him like he's a new young actor like he's like oh they may even there might be a teen choice choice, teen choice they'll (laughs) slam you and everything (laughs) yeah exactly exactly so yeah I mean the reason so at the beginning of the movie like I mentioned a little bit uh, a little bit before they had four trailers Um, it opens up (laughs) with um, the actor is uh, what is his name Um, Brandon T Jackson
1: Brandon T Jackson Uh, Al Pacino yeah
0: Al Pacino he plays Al Pacino and he's kind of like a rapper uh, very big into his. Endorsements and and all the stuff that he does, and then you end up finding out later in the in the film that he's gay, they which did, is
1: yeah,
0: yeah, which is it's it's amazing how they do it. It's fantastic, yeah, super funny,
1: um, very subtle too. Like when he's like asking, "Was like you got a you got a girl back home or something like that?" He's, he's like a, Lance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what gonna, the fuck did
0: yeah, I just hear? You know. Lance. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he's like, <laughs> "When you were writing, I love the pussy." Were you thinking of dangling your dice over? I love the forehead? pussy. I yeah. love <laughs>
0: <laughs> so good, so good. But um, at the beginning, they show four different trailers to give you a background of what the actors work was like. Like I mentioned with uh, Jack Black, they showed like his farty, his, his fart franchise, Fatty's franchise. Fatty's franchise. his Fatty's right. franchise where he plays just ridiculously obese, overweight people they and they are just they, just, they fart. just fart all the time. And that's, and he plays all the characters in that movie. Right. Um, with um, Tug Speedman, uh, I'll go ahead and let you explain that because that's... Okay,
1: so yeah, Tug Speedman, his character is best well known for his Scorcher franchise, right? And Scorcher was one of those, you know, like save the whole world, like, the world stops spinning, and instead of freezing over like you would logically think, it becomes a fiery lava cesspool, right? And so he's sent to save the world, so he does Scorcher 1, and then it happens like three, four, five more times, and then it happens the sixth time, but this time the world has actually frozen over, and Tug Speedman is there to save him. And that's, you know, ultimately that's his downfall, you know, because people are like, you know, kind of like you were talking about with Sylvester Stallone. You can't keep making Rocky movies. Like, right.
0: Yeah, and that's what that's what Ben Stiller said he based the character of Tug Speedman on, was was Sylvester Stallone, because solely, like, you had Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, and, I mean, crap, they're still making Creed, which uh-huh. are basically uh-huh. Rocky movies. Right. Um, and then you go along with his Rambo movies, too. Like, they just made a Rambo movie not too long He's ago. He's got to stop. He is very into those long, you know, running yeah. franchises yeah. that he does, but that was the, his whole... Uh, Tug Speedman's whole thing was like, that's kind of all he's done and all he's right, known for. Right. It's like they, like they haven't thrown him in any serious roles right. or anything.
1: Nobody um, wants to work with him. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um. So. So. Yeah. That's. Um. He is solely based off of. Uh, 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 Sylvester Stallone. So. Um. You've got Tug Speedman. That's 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 another character. Um. Let's see here. Uh, we can talk about some of the people who aren't really like a top billed cast, like Steve Coogan. Uh, plays Damian Cogburn, yeah. the the director, director yeah. um, which Steve Coogan's. I think he's hilarious. he's hilarious.
1: He's done so much funny shit, in, yeah. his, in his career. Like, yeah.
0: Well, like his his part in the other guys was was that, so funny. Or
1: Hamlet too. That's yep. a less known movie, oh, but yeah. a lot that like that hand. movie is fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, it's hilarious for sure. But he plays uh, he plays a director, uh, kind of an up and coming director. He's got a little bit of notoriety on him uh, underneath him, but he, he he plays kind of an up and coming director who really can't control his star studded cast. So you've got. You know, Kirk Lazarus, who is a, is a huge, um, you know, huge actor, uh, when they say 12 time award winning yeah, or something I think like so. that, yeah, it's, I think it's so, an insane yeah. number of, of, of awards that he's won. Um, uh, you know, they kind of Robert Downey Jr. based his character of that, uh, in that movie off of, uh, three different actors. It was, um, Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, Colin Farrell, because of his like bad boy antics. Um, and then what was the other one? Uh, I said it was um, uh, Russell Crowe. Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow, yeah. uh, very method actors. Very actors who, like, really. I mean, Russell Crowe's recent movie, he put on, like, an extra, like, 60, 70 pounds. Was that the fringe unhinged? or. Unhinged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put on, like, the an fringe. extra 60, 70 pounds or whatever. Daniel Day Lewis is known for doing an entire film on set in character. Like, oh, yeah. when he did Lincoln. Like, he was having people call him, like, Lincoln. And right. And, like, did not break character, you know, even when he was off camera and stuff. And then Colin Farrell is, like, he's he's known for kind of being a little badass outside of... Yeah, and um, in
1: recent stuff, more weirdo type things, but... For sure, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and, and what's crazy about that character, about Kirk Lazarus, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, is um, initially it was meant and written as a Irish character. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know
1: this. Yeah, but he's Australian.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was written as uh, to be an mm-hmm. Irish character. Um, but Robert Downey Jr., because he did... Uh, what was the movie where he played an Irish or uh, 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 an Australian? It was, um, it was uh, Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. He played uh, he played a, an Australian and he felt more comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he decided to just change. I, I like and I like how he has that power, right? Like, yeah, No, I'm not doing that. I'll when do you're this. Robert Downey Jr., you pretty much can do what you want to do, right? Um, so yeah, it, it was. Uh, that was pretty cool, um, but yeah, he so he plays he, he plays that character. We've got.
1: Um, I I, like, I want to talk about um, Bill Hader's character. God, so bad. Um I don't know the guy's name in the movie. I feel bad because I should have written that down. I've written everybody else's down, but yeah. what I love about his work is he's a uh, Les Grossman, Tom Cruise's, uh, uh, you know, like right hand man, you know, like his assistant type thing and there's a lot of points in the movie where bill Hader is just i mean if you know bill Hader, he's he can play that deadpan you know like this is who i am type thing or you know the type of character where he doesn't you know like laugh or smile or stuff like that you mm-hmm. know he just kind of follows with but you know i was telling you earlier there's a part in there that i saw right after the big explosion scene where bill Hader is walking towards the conference room to talk to les grossman and he has um daniel coogan with him yeah and uh he's wearing a hat that says "secretly a woman," and he's wearing like a pink shirt, you know, and all this stuff. And it was—it's the subtle it's the subtle funnies in that movie that you catch after you've watched it, you know, nine times, like we have to prepare for this. But it's right. the small little details in there that you that you find that you mm-hmm. love. But uh, you know, even if, there's a scene with Les Grossman. You know, he's like, "You smack that ass," and Bill Hader's in the back, he's like, "You smack, smack that, that ass, ass, Les." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah dude. It, yeah. And
0: Bill Hader, honestly, he, he's like, he's multifaceted, like. He does really good impressions. Yeah. You know, he's got his comedy that he does that's oh, yeah. really really well done and Small I mean seasoned. Yeah. I, I like one of my favorite movies that he's done was uh I don't know if you've seen Hot Rod. Oh
1: god, I love yeah, that one. Yeah, one of my favorite
0: comedies. Yeah. Another another one that we'll have to do, we'll have to cover at some oh, point dude, it somewhere. I know I
1: I could do it right now. I would know that entire movie <laughs> yeah, front to back. I've for watched sure. it so many times.
0: It's yeah, it's brilliant, but his character in that is great, but it just shows like the, the range of what oh, he can yeah, do as a comedic actor it's really sure. impressive yeah. so yeah and then a, another another actor which I mean we keep spitting out actors but you guys don't understand how stacked this, this movie cast is. is yeah yeah, yeah. with yeah. with you know big big name actors like Danny McBride plays a, uh, a pyrotechnic yeah yeah he, I mean he's 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 screwed up a few times in different in different studios so he kind of gets he almost
1: blinded <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis on Freaky Friday <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly
0: <laughs> yeah he's He's fantastic. So Danny McBride's in it, and he's hilarious. Um, uh, like I said, Nick Nolte, uh, he plays a great character. And the big one we're leaving out, um, which you think stole the movie. Yeah, It's, it's your, one of your favorite performances in the movie. Is Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. I will say, you know, I want to correct just for a second. The best actor in that movie, in my opinion, is Jack Black because his performance was nuts. But Tom Cruise, for the person that Tom (laughs) Cruise is, you know, when you read in the media and you, like, see all these tabloids when you're at the store and all this shit, Tom Cruise is a crazy fucking dude, right? Yeah, for sure. But they got Tom Cruise to play Les Grossman. He's the producer, like, the heavy hitter, money provider for this movie that's being made. Yeah. And Les Grossman is like the grossest looking, <laughs> most agitated motherfucker in this movie, which is
0: hilarious because Tom Cruise is a good looking dude.
1: He, he is, they but not in this movie. On heavy. Him. I mean, he's a, he's like a stocky, fucking bald. Yeah, you know, even he's, like
0: his you can see like his, his hands. fingers. They he's got in, sausage fingers. Yeah, they yeah. put prosthetics on his fingers to yeah. make him look you know bigger. But he's kind of a gross, sleazy. And right. what I feel like is like. Harvey Weinstein type yeah, producer without, doubt, without yeah. you know, the really crazy, without them talking about the really crazy, nasty shit that Harvey Weinstein right. did. But, but I'm sure Les
1: Grossman has done. It's
0: Yeah, it's, it's very much like, I mean, like, he proposes that they let Tug Speedman die,
1: just for the insurance, for the insurance payout. Yeah. yeah, for the yeah. insurance
0: payout, and tries to talk his best friend,
1: which another huge actor, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey yeah. I mean, yeah, come on, let's let's keep dropping. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, we who's could, next? We who's could, next? could literally
0: <laughs> spend this podcast just dropping the names, You're the crazy right. names yeah. of actors. But oh, yeah. uh, the, he tries to convince Matthew McConaughey into. Letting, letting him, him die. die. Yeah. For, an right. For an airplane. For an airplane and a For G5 Apollo
1: airplane, movie. yeah, and some and money. lots of lots money. Lots of money, yeah.
0: And, they, uh, and he's playing the music. Oh, God, shows.
1: that's the grossest part of the movie to me. When <laughs> Tom Cruise is dancing, <laughs> dancing around, fucking T-Pain and apple-bottom apple, bottle, uh, apple bottom jeans. Like, I'm like, yeah. knock the shit off. Well, right? in
0: the end of the movie, literally, literally the entire credits is just... Tom Him Cruise. in a room dancing to Ludacris, right. like that's right. it. It's fantastic. It's yeah, he's fantastic so hairy and horrible too. At the same time, so furry,
1: so hairy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. It, all of it, like it's just like Les Grossman. If you shook his hand, your hand would feel like you have you were holding macaroni and cheese for sure. That had hair in it. Yeah. You know. Oh God, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that grosses me out for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's it. Anyway. He plays. He plays a very like. It, it's so outside the like you I've never seen Tom Cruise play a character. I've like never
1: that. yeah no that's the thing that's what I was saying is for the person that Tom Cruise is mm-hmm. as a person and even as an actor for the things that he's done before, this is something that I've never seen Tom Cruise do, or try to portray, and right. he fucking nailed it. He did. He nailed he it. He killed it. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Um, so I guess we can talk about. Uh, I mean, we went through the cast a bit, um, and I, we kind of got away from talking about the beginning of the movie. So let me just quickly yeah, explain yeah. that. So. Um, the beginning of the movie, they show uh, Al Pacino, uh, the the rapper, talking about. her. it's, it's basically one of his music videos, um, and it's uh, literally titled "I Love the Pussy." Yeah. So, uh, sure. Is. And the entire time throughout, he's just like repeating that line and showing his like his is is endorsed products that he created. So there's booty, uh, sweat. booty sweat, which is like a, an energy drink that right. he has, and then there's the a Nut
1: Bar. a Nut Bar. <laughs>
0: and and the the. The tagline, which is hilarious, for the booty sweat is "popping ass open." Yeah, so it, it's it's great. But that's so that's I mean that's kind of where he comes from. That's his thing. Right. That actor, that's or that actor slash rapper. That's what he did before, before they filmed Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Um, and you 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 mentioned Doug Speedman with the Scorcher films. Um, and then you get uh it, well and then uh, Jeff Portnoy with uh the, the, the fat, fatties franchise, movies, yeah. and then you get Kirk Lazarus um with a. And it just it just punches in the face those independent films that yeah. kind of take themselves too seriously. So gross. Yeah. Um, but he plays a uh, I guess would it be a monk or a, he plays a monk? Yeah, yeah. he plays a monk um, opposite of Tobey Maguire. Right, and and, and it's Tobey Maguire, playing real Tobey Maguire. Maguire. Yeah, yeah real Tobey Maguire. Um, and they're uh, the whole thing is billed as they're these two monks. Who fall in love with each other, um, but they and, can't. But they can't
1: because they're monks. Yeah.
0: So right. not only are they supposed to be celibate, but in that religious type of aspect, like it's very frowned upon, right, to be in love with another man, right. Um. So it's it's hilarious. Uh. You know, it shows them like they have their like rosary beads and they're like standing next to each other playing and you praying and you kind of see like Robert so, Downey. No, it's McGuire. Maguire. The Was guy. It? Yeah, he like grabs about he grabs yeah. like like Robert Downey Jr's rosary and they're like making really suggestive faces and and everything and then the the credits of that of the uh, the trailer of that because they're all played like movie trailers right yeah so the credits of that yep. movie trailer trailer rolls and you just hear Robert Downey Jr. whisper in the back, like, I've been a bad, bad boy forever right. Like, it's so bad. It's yeah, so it's, Well, yeah, so just terrible. like you said,
1: it's suggestive. It's suggestive. The way they look at each other and, like, the desire, like, but the, like, licking their lips I can't and... do this yeah. type uh-huh. thing. It's, uh-huh. I'm so bad, you know? Like, it's it's, it's funny. It is. It's funny. It's so funny because it, it's so real, you know? Like, if you're watching a movie yeah. about – you're watching a movie trailer – in a movie, you know, like so.
0: To be honest, like I could see that being a film. Like I could see that being a movie that was actually made. Yeah, you know, and in the, so they were from. The I think it was called of,
1: Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, the
0: little bit of research that I did, they were they, they were parroting Brokeback Mountain, mm-hmm. which you know the two rough and tough mm-hmm. you know ranchers who mm-hmm. fall in love with each other. Um But yeah, it's 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 great, and like they make fun of it because they're like they're like Kirk Lazarus, the ten time or twelve time Academy Award winner, and they're like. Tommy McGuire, uh, MTV Movie Award Best Kiss Winner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good, and it's it's like the winner of the coveted Crying Monkey Award for like independent films. And everything. Yeah, so, coveted Crying Monkey Award. That's yeah. another thing I
1: wrote down because I was like, "What crying? What?" It, yeah, it, it's
0: it's so ridiculous. Um, but I, I guess we can get into um, I, since we spent you know like twenty half, minutes yeah, talking about you know just yeah. the actors in there because there's so many good ones. Um, I guess we can get into like the uh the the kind of specs of when it came out and stuff. So. Um, this was uh, released in uh, let's, let's see, it was two thousand eight, uh, August thirteenth, two thousand eight. Um, also, the same day as, and I think you know this, same day it was the same movie that was released. Was it the Dark Knight? Yes, yes, the Dark Knight. So yeah, it was released the same day as the Dark Knight, and what's crazy is it competed with the Dark Knight,
1: oh, for arguably like one of the greatest, grossing films. Yeah, yeah.
0: for at, for that time when it came out. Um, and we mentioned before it had a $92 million budget. Um, the box office uh, total that it brought in was $195.7 million. Again, making it, uh, you know, the most successful film for for uh, for Ben Stiller, um, and also his most successful film as a director too, which is pretty impressive. But um, I mean, I remember when I was working in the movie theater, and I was spending like during this time when these two movies came out, I was literally spending my all of my extra time at the movie theater, going and seeing The Dark Knight and going and seeing Tropic Thunder. There were multiple days where I would go see Tropic Thunder and I would walk out of the theater into another theater to see Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, just two fantastic movies that came out, you know, the same weekend. It, I, I was spending all my time there. Um, another crazy thing about those two um, is obviously, you know, Heath Ledger, RIP, um, won the posthumous uh, uh, Oscar for, for Best Supporting Actor. Um, what is even crazier is that the Academy nominated Robert Downey Jr. for Best Supporting Actor by playing for playing Kirk Lazarus? Really? The, yeah, yeah. So he went up against um, Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger. I mean, that. how are you gonna win though? Right. Well, and th- there was a lot of rumors like people were saying like if if
1: like he was still alive. If, if
0: Heath Ledger was still alive, Robert Downey Jr. would have won that. Yeah. Like, he I mean, I don't know. I whole,
1: mean, The Joker was an amazing.
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And we'll have a we'll have a whole you know uh, episode or two that. about you know yeah. the the Dark Knight trilogy and everything, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy that those two—one a, com- a strictly comedic movie, um, where Robert Downey Jr. does blackface throughout the entire movie—had mm-hmm. him nominated for best supporting actress, uh, actress, an actor, sorry, against um, had him nominated for best supporting actor against uh, you know Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger, which yeah. is which is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, both commercially, both successful films when they came out at the time. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's a little bit of an interesting fact um, to to throw out there. So, uh, what was I mean? What was, so you're kind of like review your opinion on the movie? Like, what did you have set up for that?
1: So, um, first, I wanted to talk about rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, obviously for this, you know, we prepared. We've watched this movie multiple times, but even before that, I've seen this movie multiple times because. The story is just good enough and there's enough funny, you know, quips. There's enough, um, you know, back and forth between the actors. There's enough, you know, even just like we've talked about subtly with each actor, how they, how they portray who they're supposed to be being, you know. So they're playing, they're an actor being an actor acting You know, all three of them, except for Robert Downey Jr., which is doing that four times. I
0: find it super difficult to explain, like, this movie to people who've never heard of it. Right. And who've never seen it. It's like, yeah, it's a movie about people trying to make a movie about a movie, and then it's a movie inside of that. Right. They're like, what the fuck did you just say? What was that Like, you just have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, you have to see what it is. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Which I'm sure, you know, maybe even a lot of people listening have already seen this movie. Maybe once, maybe twice. But, no, I would say, I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10 rewatchability, I would say this is a good... Honest, you know, 7 to 8. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a 9 or 10, like, I could watch this every day. Right. Or, you know, I could just put the... I mean, I could put it on in the background and watch it, but, uh-huh. I mean, rewatchability, yeah, you know, on a rainy day, even like today, it's raining out, you know, I could watch Tropic Thunder again. For
0: sure, yeah. yeah. I rank it, like, so how I view them is, like, like how often I watch it. So, like, which is, you know, rewatchability. But, like, I, I watch this probably, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, and a little bit of background about me is, like, all I really do is watch movies and play video games. I go right. out and do stuff with the family and everything. Right. But I watch movies and play video games. So this movie itself was so big when it came out and I liked it so much that I probably watch this about once a month.
1: Yeah, it's not... Yeah, I would say... Because, you know, even with the, you know, the account that we use to watch movies, you know, that's it's a heavy contender. Even every time I, like, pass by it, I'm like, I'm oh, like, okay, oh, I, I could watch... Yeah, I could watch <laughs> Shock <with> Thunder. <laughs> yeah. You know, but let me see if there's something else I could watch, right. you know.
0: for sure.
1: Um... I don't want to talk about plausibility in this movie because it's so outlandish. It's so 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 outlandish, you know. I mean, because I mean, it makes fun of itself. The entire it makes fun of. It's a satire. It's a satire, but it's also like we've talked about. It's a movie within a movie within a movie. Yeah, you know. So I mean, plausibility is kind of out the window because
0: the only part I could really think of that I'm like that's ridiculous is literally like when tug speedman's in the jungle and he kills that panda with a knife
1: okay here's the thing here's another thing i don't know if we've talked about this when he kills that panda with a knife it's a baby panda yeah it's not a full-grown not a, panda his full-grown
0: pandas are, are much larger than an actual like human being yeah, like person. a
1: person this this guy stabs a baby panda to death multiple and then, times yeah and then <laughs> wears it like a fucking jacket you know <laughs> I mean, but
0: just, he's got like the top like half yeah, of his like head, head as yeah, like a hat on it. Like if you kill like a, if someone were to kill like a buffalo, you know, back in like the old west, and they had like the horns and the head of the buffalo on them as yeah. like a cloak, he does that with a fucking baby panda. Baby in panda, this movie. it's
1: and insane. I, you know, before you know, I'd seen this movie so many times, okay. and I'd seen him kill this panda, and I'm like, damn, killed a panda, weird, you know. But then I was like, holy shit, like that's not a real panda, like that's a that's a baby panda. And then I was like, okay, well, let's talk about plausibility again are there pandas in Vietnam and Laos and Myanmar and stuff like that? No, there totally are. So, I mean, it's realistic for one to be there. Right. You know? Yeah. But goddamn. You know what I mean? This thing was, like, it was half his size, and he just fucking wrecked it 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 with a K-bar knife. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it just destroys it. Yeah.
0: Was there any, I mean, so, yeah, you're you're right. Like, it's probably not the greatest um, movie to be talking about, like, plausibility and realistic stuff in it. I mean, because there's a lot
1: of stuff in there that, like, you know, like, you're not going to be dropped off in the middle of Vietnam, get found by, you know, some drug lords, take over their base, mm-hmm. and then make it out alive. You right. know, like, no. with with six people. As
0: actors, with fake guns.
1: With, with fake guns. And that's <laughs> another thing. Yeah, they're shooting back at these Flanks. people. Yeah, with what? <laughs> with you know? links. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. All right. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about favorite character. And I'll go ahead oh, and start, because yeah. we kind of covered this before. My favorite character was Jack Black. The reason why is, you know, it's funny... You know, Jack Black's already, like, a really funny guy. You know, he puts him, he puts himself in a position in every movie he gets himself into where he can play himself practically, right? right. And so he plays Jeff Portnoy as part of the Fatties franchise, or like the Eddie Murphys, you know, Clumps and Eddie Professor. You know, they fart and, you know, they joke around and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But what... The most convincing thing for me, as far as why he's my favorite ap- actor in the movie, is his heroin addiction. Yeah. Because, you know, when it starts out, you know, even in the movie where they're interviewing him as an actor, you know, he, you can see his eyes all faded, and he's all like, you He's know? got, like,
0: those glasses on, those, like, right. really dark shaded, like, purple glasses. Right. And-
1: but then, when they put him out in the shit, right, he, like, keeps sneaking off to do a little heroin. His and jelly beans. His jelly beans. His yeah. I don't... I, I ran out of jelly beans. Yeah. <laughs> But when he's going through his withdrawal, it is the most hilarious oh withdrawal God. ever. When you find out that um, Alpha, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Al Pacino yeah. um, is gay, he's tied to a tree at the time, uh, Jack Locke is. <laughs> that scene. He finds out that Al gay, and he's like, Alpha, if you come over here, I will fucking suck your dick. For real, struck the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut the balls, and I'll swallow the gravy. It's oh, so outrageous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so outrageous. And, like, the whole time, he's, like, you know, he, he's got his jaw he's, swaying. Uh, you it's, know? he Like, he obviously studied, like, what He, what he looked is into what that, withdrawal yeah.
0: is. And the, you know, the actual physical side effects of someone going through withdrawal. I mean, right. he's got his, like, grittiness of his teeth. And he's, you know, he's, he's hot, and then he's cold one second later. Right. And, you know, he's, he's, like, hallucinating and stuff like that. Jack Black is... A master of not only physical comedy, but, like, imitation comedy. Yeah,
1: like, like a, like a, like a, a new-age Chris Farley, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, he. that's, I mean, me as well, like, one of my favorite characters in the whole.
1: Well, I mean, he even said that, too. Movie. You know, like, Kevin Sandusky walks up on him, and he's like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, and he has a whole handful of fucking heroin. nothing, man. And he throws it, he's like, just fucking... Look at her jelly beans, man! You're not the only one that gets sick when you don't have your jelly beans. Oh yeah,
0: fantastic! Yeah. Um, So yeah, I mean, so that's that would be your—he was your favorite. Absolutely,
1: the whole movie, he's on point, going through heroin withdrawal. You know, everyone else is like talking like, "What's the plan? We got to do this stuff," and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm freezing." I'm freezing. He's like, you want my jacket?" No. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like 140 degrees out here. You know, like, it's a fucking sweat lodge out here. Yeah. Another another crazy thing is
0: like he's going through heroin withdrawals, and Tug Speedman uh, again. The, and we probably should have mentioned it at the beginning, but heavy spoiler alert for for spoiler, you know, yeah, for this movie. Um, but you know, at the end they have to rescue Tug Speedman. From a heroin processing plant. right, yeah. So it's the ultimate test for Jack Black, you know, in yeah, trying to, to stay trying off the trying heroin. to go through withdrawals. There's a whole mound of it in front of him. He literally like walks in and grabs two handfuls of heroin, you know, right, and is about to do it before Jay. Before yeah, he saves uh, him. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Sandesky. Yeah, yeah, I keep saying yeah. the actor's name, but, yeah. but but yeah, when Kevin has to talk him out of it and everything, but it's it's he, yeah, he's for sure one of my favorite. And I have so for mine, I have I had two. Um, you, Robert Downey's Kirk Lazarus is yeah, just it's it's on point. So good. The scene where he where he, <laughs> and it's funny because like um, when he gets so when uh, when Ben Stiller's character gets kidnapped and by the by the drug lords, Golden Dragon, yeah, the Golden dragon, he, yeah, the, golden, uh, the uh, flaming dragon, flaming Wait, dragon, yeah, man. by a flaming dragon, hot heroin processors. Um, they find a they find out that he is the actor in a movie that they love called symbol jack where he plays a mentally impaired you know farmhand um and it was very it was not a commercially
1: nobody wanted to see it enjoyed yeah it was he a full it retard. was a
0: huge huge flop it was bad yeah um so uh you know when they kidnap him that's all they know him from so they're literally making him do Simple jack symbol jack over and over again every night literally performing the entire movie for all these drug lords and and, and heroin you know processors and right, stuff like right. that, um, and uh, the scene where uh, they finally break into the camp and they're getting ready to take you know Tug Speedman back to the chopper to get away, um, and he has to try to talk him out of the character that he's in right. single Jack character, and then he, he it, the whole infamous line of like like who are you like I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude yeah um, that whole line is like fantastic but then like. What really drove home his performance for me was when he literally goes through all the different characters. Oh, that he he's like playing. breaks out of he, the characters. Yeah he, yeah, he takes off his wig and he takes off his like his, his contacts, his contacts yeah. and everything and his fake beard and he starts talking like he was Neil Armstrong and then he goes into like an Irish accent right. and and, and, a, and a, a redneck accent. It's, it's great, um, but that it just shows like the, the the range of Robert Downey Jr. And no right. one listening to this needs to be talked into how amazing Robert Downey Jr. is right. acting. Um, you know, he he played Tony Stark. He was he was great. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I I think that Kirk Lazarus is probably my favorite character. It's so hard to pick one in this movie. It really in, is in particular. It is like there's just so many good performances by so many big heavy hitter actors mm-hmm. that it's hard to just pick just one. Right. Um. So yeah, I I mean, my second choice for sure would have been Jack Black's mm-hmm. character. Like he's just it's just so funny, and I myself have a special place in my heart for for jack black yeah, like i love all of his movies I you know i'm a, I, I love tenacious d i've seen them Absolutely. live you know i i've been compared to jack black by how i act and stuff that i do before mm-hmm. i just think he's he's hilarious he's, yeah. he's fantastic um so yeah um i mean that's you know those are those are our favorite characters so um what do you, you want to take a break sure okay we'll take a break all right, so that was the, the the favorite favorite characters, favorite actors in the movie, mm-hmm. um, which again that's a, that's a, it's a tough it's a tough thing to pick. Honestly, all the all the actors did such a damn fantastic job in that movie. Um, so let's see, uh, let's talk about our favorite quote. Another segment that we like to do for our favorite quote um, in the movie, our favorite line. Um, I'll go ahead and let you. I'll go ahead and let you start if you.
1: Okay, my favorite quote, and I don't have this down for like verbatim, yeah. but it's the part where. Um, they've been walking. They're they're about to the camp. Um, mm-hmm. The other four guys, Tug, Tug Speedman's already been captured yeah. or he's still in the wilderness, you know. But my favorite quote is with Robert Downey Jr. They're like, oh, we need to make camp here, you know. And Robert Downey Jr. is like, yeah. oh, okay, well, you guys might be in for a treat, you know. Like, I was a saucier, you know, before I went to the war and, like, I could – collar up some of these greens get i some can out get the, some shrimp out the patty <laughs> i can make some chitlins he's like ha ha, yeah you know and then uh Al Pacino. And then alfacino's like ha ha, yeah like because that's how all of us talk blah 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 you know we like, talking like this yeah we're huh? talking like this so you're yeah australian. yeah you're be australian. Be australian then he hops away like a kangaroo, me, kangaroo jack. yeah right <laughs> but it's my favorite it's my favorite line because you know this actor is Australian and he's playing a black person and he is acting like you know he could, he can cook and he's like down from Louisiana you know like, like down a, a 60s 70s older yeah. you know black louisiana like haitian yeah. louisiana you know like yeah yeah saucier, right and yeah. that's it's my favorite quote because like dude you're white yeah. <laughs> you know, just like you said, you're Australian. Yeah. Be Australian. Like you can't say that shit. You know, like, and, and after, where did that he... even come from? You know, like
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just pulls that shit off the top of his head, which is great. And then yeah. afterwards, like like Al Pacino walks away and he looks over at uh, Kevin. He's like, "I just get excited about my foods." I just get excited <laughs> about my foods, man. <laughs> it's so great, so fantastic. Oh, so yeah, that that part is hilarious because that 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 whole scene is where like. Jack Black goes, like, wading into the water.
1: Yeah, For the water buffalo, buffalo
0: like, yeah. I'm going to bite his hide. And, yeah, yeah. I'm going to wear his stomach skin like a unitar. Like a unit, yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> but the look on his face is like... <laughs> he's yeah. just got, like, a little knife, and he's just, like, with no shirt on and, like, underwear. Yeah, Robert Downey's like,
1: ain't nobody gonna hurt no water, ain't nobody. nobody yeah,
0: ain't nobody doing nothing to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so I think my favorite, I've got a few on here, because, like, this movie is riddled with just hilarious one-liners um but when they're in the when they're in the, the the camp the 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 heroin processing plant they're going to protect uh or they're going to uh, save uh tug speedman and uh robert downey's jr uh, robert downey jr's uh idea kirk lazarus's idea is to is to uh become an asian be, person yeah to be uh uh, uh yeah it, it was a, a rice paddy farmer yeah a, a rice right paddy farmer idea. because he played uh, uh he spent time for one of his roles in a in a textile factory in Vietnam or something like and that. And he spoke
1: Mandarin Chinese. He spoke Mandarin, yeah, that's yeah. what it was.
0: And so uh, the whole the whole scene is him roughly speaking Mandarin, yeah, it's pretty and, tough, and saying that he found you know Jack Black's character like in his rice patty and everything. And and so <clears throat> he messes up. Um, and at the beginning, he says that he found Jack Black in his rice patty when he's talking to this drug lord. And then at the end, he says that he's going to go back to his poppy farm. Right. And the guy catches that. And he's like, wait a second. He's like, I thought you said that you
1: were a rice rice rice, farmer. Yeah, a rice farmer.
0: farmer. And he's like, he stops. And then he pulls out the two fake-ass guns that have no bullets in them. They're all blanks. And And he's he's pointing them in the air. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. 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 He pulls them out. And the line that is one of my favorites is he just whips those out. I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Yeah, Dude, that's one of my favorite lines in that whole movie. (laughs) I remember, like... For A long time that was the ringtone on my phone, really. Like, so when people would text me, and I had to shut it off at like family events and stuff, but people would text me, and all you would hear is, I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker. <laughs> come through on my phone. <laughs> um, but that one's good. Uh, another one is from him as well. Um, uh, when uh, they realized that Tug is trying to get him to go through the so
1: different characters, so, like no, trying to, yeah, no, 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 no. so oh, it's okay. a different
0: part. That's that part's amazing as well, though. Um, so I guess we should have probably gone into it a little bit more. So um steve coogan the uh uh
1: what is the director yeah
0: the director uh damian cogburn he's he's having a hard time controlling his actors he's having a hard time keeping them on task and and making sure that they you know follow his direct um for for the movie so he meets up with nick nolte who's who plays sergeant four leaf taback the guy that the book is written about right um which that interaction between him and uh uh, Tom Cruise uh, in the oh yeah the who, who has a key grip yeah <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that whole scene where he's like uh, Nick Nolte like starts talking and he's like who's that Tom Cruise is like who's that he's like I'm Sergeant Forley Tabak. I wrote the book yeah. and he's like well he's like you're a great American this whole nation owes you a debt now, like, now shut the fuck, shut the up. fuck yeah. up and let me do my job <laughs> it's so great but so Steve uh, uh, Damian Cogburn can't control his cast so he's got to think of a way to try to get this movie done. And, you know, be under, you know, be within the budget and get it done on time and everything. Because there's, there's rumors that they're not going to be able to come in, you know, you know at budget and, and get it done in a timely manner for the movie to be released and everything. So he meets up with uh, Four Leaf, the, the Nick Nolte's character on the beach. And uh, Nick Nolte suggests that they go into the actual jungle of Vietnam and drop them off and have them just set up cameras in the jungle. Mm-hmm. And then have them film it all like guerrilla style, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like. It's similar to like, you know, like Paranormal Activity where there's just like home cameras filming it. So they suggest that they go film it that way. So they take all the actors on a helicopter and they take them out to the, to the, uh, to the jungle and drop them off. And when they drop them off, uh, Damien Cogburn, the director, he's, he's describing like how they're going to do this. He's like, I'm going to be filming from Unseen Vantage Points. You know, you guys are going to, you guys are, here's, here's the script list and here's the scene list. You know, follow this and improv and do your thing. Um, and then right when they're about to go walk into the jungle to start filming, Damien takes a step and you hear a click and then he fucking explodes just in pieces. Body parts yeah. falling down, yeah. legs and everything. It's hilarious. And then, um, you know, Tug Speedman thinks it's all a joke. And thinks smoke it's and fake. mirrors. So, yeah. Yeah. Smoke and mirrors. He's like and he, he grabs his head, his actual severed head that blew off of his body. Right. And he's like making it talk and joking around with it. And it's an actual like human head. He's right. playing with. He's like, he's like, this is all just corn syrup and latex, and then
1: he tastes it,
0: tastes the blood <laughs> from his head. And he's like, warm blood flavored corn L-latex, syrup, latex. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, there's, uh, there's one of my favorite lines comes from, they're lost in a jungle because they give he the their director gives Tug Speedman a actual map to you know navigate through the jungle get to their endpoint so they can film you know the movie, and. Tug Speedman is a is a Hollywood actor, very you know pampered and not gonna know how to read a map. Yeah. So he's sending them into the exact opposite direction they're supposed to be going. So he's sending them straight towards you know what they call the uh, the hard drug superhighway. the Golden Triangle. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, exactly the Golden Triangle where they're where they're you know where they make all that heroin and cocaine and stuff. And they get to a point where the rest of the actors know that he's leading them in the wrong way. So kirk lazarus robert downey steals the 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 map from him to give it to jay um not jay i keep saying jay kevin, to kevin mccluskey he, yeah to kevin Sandu- yeah. sandusky <laughs> Mar- i'm jay. doing i'm doing that's, it too <laughs> fantastic. um he gives him the no because he, he went through a little bit of a boot camp before the movie started right um and he basically tells him like yeah we've been going in the complete wrong wrong direction and uh you know tug speedman's like you guys we're supposed to be a team here we're supposed to be a unit like we you know we should be we should be working together we should be a unit, and uh, Kirk Lazarus looks you at him. Suck my unit. Suck my unit. That's one of my favorite lines. It's, it's three words, and yeah. it was so well done. But it's 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 absolutely hilarious. So um, that one, and then the okay. other one that stands out, and you kind of we we kind of talked about it, was uh, Jack Black wading into the water with a water buffalo. He's like, I'm gonna bite his hide. I'm gonna wear a stomach skin like, like, like a, a unitard. Yeah. Like it's it's that's that's another one of my one of my favorite lines. But yeah, I it, it, we could spend an entire episode talking about about the quotes, the yeah. best quotes and the best lines in this movie for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean those that that was our those was our those were our favorite quotes in the movie. Um, so I've got some fun facts. And I did a bit of research. Okay. On this. Okay. Um, not only did I do a bit of research, but I'm also kind of a loser, and I'll rewatch movies with the commentary on. Um, which there's a line in the movie <laughs> where Robert Downey Jr. says uh, 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 Tug Speedman's talking to Robert Downey Jr.'s character uh, to Kirk Lazarus and telling him, you know, like, hey, like, why are you still in character if you don't think this is real? Because he's trying to tell him, like, hey, our director just died. You know, this is real. Like, we're in, we're really in the jungle. Like, these are real people that are shooting at us right now. And he's like, really? He's like, then why are you still in character? He's like, I know, but I don't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, he's like, well, he's like, well, why are you still doing this? He's like man, I don't drop character until I've done the DVD Yeah, right, yeah. Which the hilarious thing is, is when you watch the DVD commentary for Tropic Thunder, he does it in character as Kirk Lazarus the entire time. Does he? And then at the end when he's like, when the dudes are emerging and he's changing into different characters, like the the Irish dude and Neil Armstrong right. and stuff, he does the commentary in those different characters while he's changing. Really, It's so good. It's so good. Um, So that's, that's a little bit of a fun fact. He does the he does the commentary, actual, actual commentary he in the does movie it, yeah. as Kirk Lazarus. Um, so there's that. And then uh, we talked about this a little bit before as well. Uh, the <clears throat> There's a scene in the movie where they're all kind of at like a production party. Uh, they got a DJ there, a bunch of catered food, you know, all the cast and crew are partying together, getting drunk and everything. And it's a very quick, it's a very quick shot. And I think it might only be in the extended version. But there's a very quick shot where it shows the DJ that's actually spinning the tracks. And it is the exact same DJ in the same outfit as the DJ that did the breakdance fight in Zoolander against Owen Wilson, which is played by Justin Thoreau. Right. So that was a, a fun little thing. It's like, oh, that's a nod to Zoolander. Like, that's 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 the actual character. I mean, he's got the dreadlocks. He's got the same outfit. He's got the one, you know, crazy contact eye yeah. and in the, in the scar on the face and everything. Like, it's it, – they – He's got to be buddies with right. Ben Stiller. And well, like, no, hey, I'll put you.
1: Uh, you said at the beginning too. Uh, ben Stiller and Justin Thoreau wrote this movie. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Oh, okay, so they and both I think wrote it together. Eric Cohen was part of the production. Oh, as well. what a what a juggernaut! Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's that's amazing. Um, so yeah, that would make even more sense. That's fantastic. But that's a little fun thing that's that I caught watching this, and and I've watched this movie like I said before so many times, and I just caught this the other day. Like I'm watching it, and I'm like, is that is that Justin Thoreau? I was like, that's the DJ from Zoolander. That's mm-hmm. insane. Um, but, yeah, that's another cool thing. Um, another thing is when, uh, when Tug Speedman's walking through the jungle and he's by himself. Right. And he comes up on, he comes up on that mantis that's on the flower or on mm-hmm. the leaf or whatever. And he's like, oh, hey, little mantis. He's like, you're so majestic or whatever. And the mantis flies at his eye. That was not planned. That was really? Not, that that, was, that, that, was that just CGI. happened. It was not planned. None of that. The mantis flew at his eye and he went with it and just reacted with it and they kept it in the movie. Um, which was super, super funny and super cool for that for that moment. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so those are the fun little facts that I had. Did you have anything that you that you picked up from it? Or? Uh,
1: there's only one thing that I uh, noticed outside of, you know, things we've already discussed, mm-hmm. and that's a part – it's the same it, – it's it's after um, the big blow-up scene in the beginning, and there's a party going on there, right? And mm-hmm. Bill Hader and Steve Coogan are walking towards the oh, office – well, the hat, yeah, I think we already discussed that. But mm. if you look, and it's it's just a matter of two seconds, as they're walking away, um, Alpha, Alpha Chino is in the background shaking his booty sweat, and he has his like, little entourage with him. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, and
1: he's just like, eh, you know, like walking around, and they're like <laughs> following him, you know? Yeah. But it's something I caught the last two times that I watched it. I was like, oh, I mean, they're, they made this thing look like these people are really out here partying you right. know like it's not just a bunch of extras and stuff like that they're real people in yeah. this background you know um, so I did appreciate that
0: the attention to detail in this movie is, and for it being a comedy the attention to detail is really high really high. like they, they like the I mean they shot a lot of it on location mm-hmm. um, which is just gonna add to the continuity of the of the movie itself but like just how active and they they're good at it because they're all actors and mm. they're all honestly parodying parodying a little bit of themselves
1: right in the movie right
0: um, so the they just made it so accurate along the lines of how like actors would act in certain situations mm-hmm. and, you know how they would be and like like Jack Black when he's at the he's at that party and uh, Kevin goes up to him and he's like hey man like i'm you know it's a pleasure to work for you i'm really excited about this project or whatever and he's like yeah i think it's going to be a really good experience for all of us like he's just saying the normal actor right BS that he would right, say yeah. and then he's like because he's a drug addict he's like hey man i'm looking for this guy Um, He's supposed to give me a package. (laughs) Looking for this dude. He's like, there he is. That fucker. He's like, he's over there. Um, Like, it's it's something like a drug addict. Like, he can't even have a conversation without like trying to trying to get higher. Yeah, Yeah, trying to get higher. Yeah,
1: it's crazy, crazy, absolutely crazy. Uh, Let's talk about favorite shot, favorite camera shot you had in the movie. Mine, I would have to say, um, just because of production value, is the very beginning. You know, where they're still filming. And the helicopters come in. They're fighting the Viet Cong, you know. And uh, they're acting still, right? They're oh. being filmed as actors. And they had just... They, they're doing all this, you know, like, Jack Black falls out of the helicopter, you know. Like, he's hanging there, all the stuff. And then Ben Stiller can't cry. And he starts questioning, you know, like, how things are done, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so everything shuts down. But, like, they still have the helicopter on the crane. And Jack Black's still hanging out of the helicopter. And he's, like... What are we doing? You know, they're starting to hurt my butt, you know, like all His this is riding up my crack. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but what's great is Danny McBride's up there and he's like, you know, these planes are about to be here. You know, we need to fucking, you know, play, like, are we doing this shot? Are we blowing yeah. this shit up? And then Steve Coogan starts throwing a fit you know, because he can't control his actors, and he's like, "That's the scene, that's the scene." You know, and he like, boom, and just like, boom, boom, boop, 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 boo. like huge explosions, all this shit, and everybody that's hanging from the helicopter or in the helicopter is like, "Oh my god!" Ugh. You know, Jack Black's like kicking while he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know, like all this stuff. It was pretty great. Um, but my favorite scene is that is that it's such a it's such a fuck up. Like if we if it was a real movie, mm-hmm. you know, where. You know, it's just like with Les Grossman reacting to it the way that he did. It's yeah. like, it's such a big production. So much money going into this. How could you fuck this up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but my favorite scene is just that. Like, it opens up, and, like, it's the real movie. You know, everybody's fighting, blah, blah, blah. And then it stops for a second because two actors can't get on the same page. Yeah. And then, boom, you know, like this huge explosion. I love explosions, you oh, know? For sure. yeah. But, uh... No, well, and it kind
0: of gives you a little bit of background on, like, how those are done. How that, like, how it's oh, yeah. done. Oh, yeah. All the
1: pyrotechnics. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and the, the whole opening of that movie, like, the opening scene. And one thing that I haven't commented on that I really enjoy is, like, the movie is done very much like a Vietnam-style movie. Like, mm-hmm. a Vietnam-era movie. Um, where, like... Even the music they have playing—it's like music you would hear. Yeah, oh, you got, you got some
1: CCR and, and yeah, stuff like and that in there. Rolling Stones, and right, stuff. Sure. Yeah.
0: yeah, but like the opening scene, they film it and they they show it to you as like, oh, these guys are in like a war, like a a big battle right now, right. an actual war. Right. And then you find out they're just filming it, and you know, yeah, that, it it takes
1: you it. out of that thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um. But in that in that time frame, my one of my favorite shots, um, is just hilarious. So, um. They all get back to you know the all the explosions and crazy stuff are, is is happening and they're trying to the Kirk Lazarus is trying to get his whole platoon back to the to the uh, uh, to the helicopter to get him out of there um, and they're all in the helicopter they're getting ready to go and Sandusky's all tore up like right. his hands are hanging out yeah. and everything is all of his intestines and stuff and, and they're like wait where's where's four leaf um, and they see him and it's it's a, a throwback to is it platoon uh, I think yeah I think it's platoon There's a throwback to platoon where he's He's running towards the <laughs> towards the helicopter, and he gets shot, and he drops to his knees, and he's doing like all that over dramatic like.
1: He gets shot like thirty times, yeah, just getting lit up by yeah. machine
0: guns and everything, and then he just like throws his hands up in the air and falls down. So that's great. Um, that that's one of my the, it, well, that lends itself to one of my favorite scenes, where at the end, um, it calls back, it calls back to it, yeah, where yep. they they get across the bridge, they're trying to escape the actual uh, the actual you know heroin processing plant, and they get across the bridge and. And the bridge blows up and blows him all, you know, blows him all over the place. It it throws him across the the area, the little field that they're in. And uh, he's standing there. Well, he's sitting there kind of on his knees. And he's acting like he, like, got shot. Right. and, And he's not. He's just... He's just going back and playing the role of the time where right. you know they were filming. And he actually right. got shot, but that scene is really good. And the you said you like explosions, like the whole scene where he's running across the bridge and the bridge is blowing up behind him, mm-hmm. and then he gets across it and he like jumps in the air and then it blows him sideways. Right, like that is so cool. Yeah, like, it's 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 a comedy, but that is like a big budget. It's like, a big budget like, comedy, high yeah, graphic, yeah, yeah. um, you know, pyrotechnic shot that was put in this movie.
1: That makes it so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do like the callback, though. I I even wrote that down. I like the callback to where the beginning, you know, everybody's in the helicopter except for Ben Stiller. mm -hmm. And then at the end, everybody's in the helicopter except for Ben Stiller. And then they save him again, just like it was. And it was just the same, Mm -hmm. except the TiVo blew up the rocket, which okay well i'll say this real quick as far as plausibility goes yeah i was gonna bring that up too yeah not (laughs) gonna happen you're not gonna throw a fucking tivo and block a block a rocket and then on top of that for the rocket not to blow the helicopter up anyway because the tivo was like seven feet from the helicopter yeah it's all going down
0: well that that part's a throw a callback too because at the beginning um you know uh Robert Downey Jr. is uh, running through, and he's the peekaboo. I see you, and he's shooting mm-hmm. all those, you mm-hmm. know, the the Vietnam, or the Vietnamese soldiers, and um, he gets four leaf on his shoulders, and he's starting to run back, and the guy <sighs> pops out and throws the grenade, right? Yeah, and you know, Tug blocks the grenades with his hand, right? And it blows his hands off, Just everything, his hands. And so this, it's the it's the Tebow Tebow, yep. that blows it up, and, you know, and 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 lets them get away and everything. And um, another thing that's a, it's another callback is um, when they're filming and. You know, uh, the director can't get a hold of his cast and can't get him to cry and everything. Um, he can't feel. He, he says, "I can't feel my hands or whatever." Oh his hands yeah, are blown off. I can't feel my legs. And <laughs> in at the end, he's like, he's like, I can't, I can't feel my legs. He's like, oh no, mate. He's like, they're in the puddle. They're just this, they this water. You're in yeah. more odd water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so good. Um, but yeah, if, along the lines of favorite scenes and favorite camera shots and stuff. Those. Those ones are, are are my favorite, and again, this movie is another one where like there's just so much good stuff in it. There's so much good shit. There's so much. That you can't hit on just one thing, you but can't. yeah, I,
1: I, those those ones stood out to me. Um, okay, let's do this then. Let's move on to what it could have, shoulda. Mm-hmm. This is how the movie should have ended in your eyes, and you were telling me, and I actually, you know, I I enjoy <laughs> this thought. Um Tell me what you think. How you think the movie should have ended?
0: Yeah, so I mean, the the whole point of doing this little bit of a segment is to is to let people know, like either a how we thought it was going to end while we're watching it, or a cool way we thought it thought thought, thought the movie would you know would end. Um, I was watching the movie and I was I was thinking while I was watching it because at the end, um, uh, spoiler alert. At the end, uh, everyone gets out safe. They mm-hmm. all they all get mm-hmm. out fine. They get out safe, and. Uh, Tug Speedman actually wins Best Actor for his role in Tropic Thunder. Mm. Um, I I think they call it Tropic Blunder. The at the actual. Oh, did they really? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So he won. He wins Best Actor for that. The movie ends. You know, great. They saved. They saved what uh, Tug Speedman's dying career. They saved it and won him. You know, Best Actor uh, and saved his career. So that was great. How I thought it would have been hilarious and would have been great if it ended was everyone dies they yep. all die at the camp like 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 it would have even been hilarious if matthew mcconaughey which plays he plays tug uh, speedman's agent, agent yeah, yeah if he runs up and he throws the tivo that he's been trying to get for him in his contract the entire movie he throws the tivo and it and it misses yep or he throws the tivo and it blows up but it doesn't do anything and it blows up the helicopter with it yeah they all die and then the movie is released and everyone thinks this is going to be this big blockbuster this huge hit one of the greatest war movies ever And it's a dud. Right. And it flops hard. And they all are nominated for posthumous uh, uh, awards and none of them win it. Right. And it's just a huge flop. And I thought it would have been hilarious because they lead on throughout the entire movie of how big of a hit this is going to be and how much of a smash this movie is going to be. And then they all give their lives to make this movie and it just flops. And none of them win an award and it just goes absolutely south. And you could even put like Les Grossman like going broke and losing all of his money because he dumped so much time and money mm-hmm. into this production and everything. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought that ending as an alternative ending or even how it should have ended in the movie would have been fucking hilarious. It would have been great.
1: Okay. Uh, how I feel it should have ended is way less uh, than that. Um, <laughs> I would have liked to have seen Four Leaf being like not, I don't know if apprehended is the word, but you know, like shamed or because he lied, because he lied. He lied about his hands. He lied about, yeah. he, he wasn't even there. He wasn't the coast guard.
0: So a little bit of background on that then if, if you don't know mind, I'll go ahead and, cause we didn't, we didn't mention this before. So Sergeant four leaf is the one that he's the one that survived the, one of the ones that survived the actual initial, uh, you know, raids to get, um, to get for him to be rescued. He actually survived it. And he wrote a book about what happened called Tropic Thunder they're making a movie based off that book, right? Um, so everyone throughout the entire movie, until you know somewhere towards the end, thinks that he's this war hero that he and he walks around with two hooks for hands, and, right? You know, and so they're like, oh, he's a war hero. He lost his hands in battle. You know, like, he's this he's this great you know you know veteran and and he's you know this this very you know held at a high regard person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you find out. That he was faking it all.
1: Has hands. Has hands. Yeah.
0: And was never even, like, like, he's never been out of the States. He was in the Coast Guard Guard. as sanitation. So he's, right. And how Danny McBride says, he's like, he's like, were you even in the service? He's like, yes, yes, I was in the service. I was in the Coast Guard. He's like, you, okay, the Coast Guard. And he's like, sanitation. He's like, oh my God, you were a fucking garbage man. Right. (laughs) So, so yeah, so to, uh, to go to your, how you, how you thought it, you know, it should have ended
1: absolutely yeah it's just that it's you know okay great you know everybody survived okay Um, Ben Stiller he gets or you know Tug Speedman gets the Oscar everybody's happy you know all this stuff even Robert Downey Jr when he like pulls the you know who's getting the next Oscar he pulls the fucking thing out of the envelope and he's like yes Tug (laughs) Speedman you know Um, I would have liked to have seen even if it was just like an after credits you know like first couple names these are these people blah 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 and then you see Four Leaf Tabak was you know taken into custody or yeah, he got arrested yeah because or... he was lying or like this is where his life ended up you know something like that or went back to the Coast Guard maybe uh, you know I, I don't I, fucking I, know I, yeah. Um, something along the lines of what some happened. reprimands for the what fact happened that to him and... yeah what happened to him yeah right because yeah. this whole thing took place happened because of him right and then they fought and they did all the shit the whole movie again is because of you know mm-hmm. what he said he did and then at the end, he just gets on the helicopter with everybody and he's like, like okay, fuck, cool. I'm out, you know, yeah. peace, you know, so I don't know.
0: Well, they tie up everything so well for everyone else in the movie, too. Like, like, so they're they're around the campfire and they're trying to plan how they're going to go in and they're going to get, uh, you know, uh, tug Speedman out of the out of the the, uh, <clears throat> the heroin processing plant. And like uh, Kevin Sandusky's talking to Kirk Lazarus, like, hey, man, did you you know, did you actually date Jennifer Love Hewitt. And oh, yeah. He's like, no, that's just some tabloid conjecture, like blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, you see Kevin is... He's with he's Jennifer Love the, Hewitt, yeah. Yeah, he's at the actual, you know, Oscars with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, you know, you hear... Al Pacino talking about how he wanted to really be with Lance, and they, they you know, they
1: get yeah, He's all that with trash. Lance, yeah. He's with
0: Lance Bass at right. the awards, you know, they kiss and everything, so they they end that well. Um, so yeah, it would have been cool to have like a, a little bit of closure with uh, Four Leaf. Right. I, I mean, he kind of does save the day by running out of the. He redeems himself by running out of the helicopter to blow the bridge um you know and he dives and he blows the bridge for him and everything. well if he but,
1: even had the flamethrower there in the camp you know true. when they're trying to get people out
0: that's such a badass
1: scene. but i don't think that's like a okay that saves you right from what you did you know agreed
0: yeah um so yeah yeah and, and i i completely agree that would have been cool that would have that been super cool to see
1: um mm-hmm.
0: at the end of that so yeah i mean we covered quite a bit we did this was this was fun
1: i, 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 I liked was, it yeah, yeah it,
0: was, it was a good time um and it's also a lot more fun when you do it when you when you're talking about a movie, BSing about a movie that you really enjoy. And I agree. So, yeah. Um, you know, we want to thank everyone who listened to this for for listening to us. Uh, we really appreciate all of you guys listening. Um, if you feel so inclined, please head over to Facebook and uh, give our page a like if you haven't already. And you know, please shoot us out suggestions for movies.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, we want to we want to talk about movies that you guys want us to talk about um you know give us your honest feedback what you thought about the episode and what you what you think about the podcast going forward you know we love to hear from you guys uh but yeah reach out to 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 us on facebook let us know what you guys want us to do if there's anything you'd like us to change or you think we did great or didn't do great or whatever um we'd love to hear from you guys so um you know and that's I'm a
1: saying. that's the After the Credits Facebook page. So just contact us on there or right. like you said, you know, shoot us a message on Facebook and we will get back to you.
0: Yep, if you don't if you don't know, if you can't find the After the Credits Facebook page, if you know either Josh or I, uh, let us know. We'll we'll send you a request uh, to to follow the to follow the page. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I think that's I think that's it for the first episode Absolutely. of After the Credits.
1: I think this went well.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks again, guys, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye guys.